on this episode of the Anthony Bradley Show, I will be having a discussion with Mr. Steve Agnostic. He is the 2022 president of the Triangle Fraternity at Ohio State University. Uh, Triangle Fraternity provides STEM and science majors with the best of both worlds. A fraternity that provides a dynamic social life while also providing resources and opportunities for professional development. And I'll be having a discussion with Steve on how exactly they do that at The Ohio State University. Thank you for joining us for this conversation. Hello there, and welcome again to The Anthony Radley Show. I'm excited again to talk to another outstanding, extraordinary college fraternity president. On this episode of the show, I'm talking to Steve Agnostic. He is the president of the Triangle Fraternity at The Ohio State University. Steve, welcome to the show. Thanks. Glad to be here. Can you just tell us a little bit about, about your background? I really was interested in your last name, Steve Agnostic. What, what, is, what is that last name? It's very Polish. The telltale giveaway is that it has a lot of consonants and not a lot of vowels. Okay. And tell us where you, where you grew up. Yeah, so uh, I grew up in a small town about an hour west of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, called Downingtown. Uh, small, smallish town, not much to do, but we made, we made do, me and my friends. And what, what are you majoring in there at, at Ohio State? I'm uh, majoring in computer science and engineering here, uh, hoping to get a, a master's degree using the Ohio State's university's 4 plus 1 program. What is that? It's a really cool program that Ohio State provides where you're allowed to double count part of your credits towards both a bachelor's and a master's degree. Uh, and what that allows you to do is get a master's in five years instead of the usual uh, six. Oh, that's, that's super cool. So it saves off an entire year. Seriously. Yeah, exactly. So that's, it helps you save money and time. That's extraordinary. You, when you were looking in colleges in high school. Now, just for the record, as I told you before we <laughs> talked, I'm, I'm a Clemson alum. So this right, is right. kind of a tense interview. I'll, I'll just let you know. <laughs> you decided not to go to Clemson for interesting reasons, I'm sure. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so when you're in high school, when you were looking at colleges, why didn't you go to Penn State? I mean, what was it about Ohio State that, that drew you there? Well, I've actually been a Buckeye my entire life. Uh, my dad went to Ohio State when he was going to college. And so I sort of grew up uh, rooting for the Buckeyes, but I never actually planned on going to college here. I applied just because my dad went here and I sort of wanted to carry on that family tradition of at least applying. But as I went further and further in the admissions process, I, I chose Ohio State over a school like Penn State or Clemson just because you can never go wrong with a big school. I wanted, I knew I wanted to go out of state because I didn't want to go to the same college as everybody else from my high school. And Ohio State provides a lot of opportunities, as I'm sure any of the Big Ten schools do in terms of you have a lot of people there, you have a lot of ideas, it's circulating a lot of stuff. So you can never go wrong with a bit school is what my dad said. And I'm, I'm sure he was delighted to have you enroll there. Right? I'm, I'm sure he was thrilled. He was actually super concealing of his, his true intentions, which is that he wanted me to go to Ohio State. He stayed silent throughout the entire decision process. But I remember when I sat down at the kitchen table and told him that I wanted to go to Ohio State, he was just, he was so happy. It was, it was, a, it was a cool moment. He's like, this is my favorite son right here. This, this yeah, is exactly. Right that's, that's great. <laughs> when you were in high school, were you, were you thinking about joining a fraternity? Were you like, hey, when I go to college, I'm going to make sure I join a frat? Was that even on your, on your radar? 
Absolutely not. I think if you talk to any of the guys in Triangle, one of the common things that unites us all is that none of us were really thinking about Greek life. I never considered myself to be a, a fraternity guy, even though everyone else in my family was in Greek life. I have three older sisters and a mom who were all in sororities. So I was always exposed to the Greek life system, but I never really thought of myself as sort of a, a fraternity guy. When you got to campus, what made you decide to join one? The reason I rushed was honestly just because of the unique experience that Triangle provided. I got DM'd by somebody from the fraternity, uh, Diho, who's who's been a great mentor to me. He sort of showed me that Greek life wasn't all that I had seen on TVs and movies and that it could actually provide a lot more than what is typically shown in those things. And and you've been in the fraternity how many how many years? Uh, I'm actually quite new to the fraternity. So I rushed last spring um, in January, and then I was elected president this December. So I've only been in the fraternity for a little over a year. And you were already elected to president in just just over a year? Yes. That's extraordinary. This is really interesting. I, I've noticed this is not uncommon. I'm mm -hmm. finding that a lot of presidents are you know, not even seniors, and I haven't been in three or four years, maybe maybe one or two years, and they, they sort of rise right to the top. It's really, really fascinating. And how would you compare your experience thus far in terms of the friendships that you've made in the fraternity versus the ones that you had in, in high school? How would you compare some of the similarities or, or, or major differences there between those? I would say that, honestly, a lot of the friendships that I've made in terms of, I don't know what you would say, the sort of the banter is a lot the same in comparison to my high school friendships. And that's what I really liked about Triangle a lot is that uh, when I joined the first Rush event, it just seemed like a bunch of guys who were having fun. It didn't really seem like this very serious fraternity, which I had seen on like TV and movies. It was just a bunch of guys having fun. And that's what I really liked about it because it reminded me of my friends back home. Uh, when I came to college, it was during the COVID-19 pandemic. So we really didn't go outside very much. I remember leaving my dorm like twice a day, wants to go to the gym and wants to get food. And besides that, you were just holed up inside. So once I got exposed to that fraternal life and I started making friends through Zoom and uh, through the rush events, I it just opened my eyes to a whole new college experience. As you've noted, there have been so many caricatures and stereotypes about about fraternity life. How, how would you make a case for why fraternities are, are, are good things to do? I mean... They're often they're often characterized as, as places where you just get a collection of really terrible guys who just binge drink and take advantage of, of each other and, and they're really responsible. But you joined one on purpose because you thought it was it was a good thing. How how would you how would you explain to someone who has that kind of media perception of fraternities why 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 they can be good? Uh, yeah, there certainly is that stigma. I mean, if you watch any of the movies or TV shows, you sort of get a really bad image of what fraternal life is. But I think the main reason for that is that it's not showing you the the actual good side of fraternal life. So it's not talking about the the philanthropy or the brotherhood or any of the good stuff that goes on in terms of professional or academic development. It's just all of the social aspects blown up to a massive caricature, which just doesn't really encompass a lot of the Greek life on campus here, or I'm sure at any of the other schools. It's a really good thing for men, I mean, because of the opportunities that it provides you. I mean, there's a reason that fraternities call each other brothers. It provides a lot of people who sort of didn't have that experience growing up. I, me included, I grew up with three older sisters. I never really had any brothers. And so when I came to college and I got inducted into a fraternity where I now had 30 of them, uh, it was 
life-changing honestly in terms of how my collegiate experience has progressed throughout so so far so you've you've really benefited just from the friendships and, and the brotherhood alone in terms of your experience there at ohio state and for my listeners who uh, didn't rush at ohio state can you can you explain what the process is like there because every school has a slightly different timetable and, and schedule for that what's it what's it like mm-hmm. there for you guys the rush process at ohio state starts about two weeks after everyone gets to campus and it usually lasts for around two weeks so triangle will specifically have around five different rush events over those two weeks uh, so we've done events such as meet the brothers where people come by they learn about triangle they eat pizza we'll do stem games where you do the classic egg drop or building up spaghetti towers We have a professional development event where all the freshmen or sophomores bring their resumes and we just go over interview prep, resume review, stuff like that. After those two weeks, we have a invite only event, which is where the bids are given out. From there, they'll go through the new member education process, which is where they sort of learn about the fraternity, uh, its inner workings, how it actually runs as an entity. And then six weeks after that, they're initiated and become full brothers of the fraternity. So from start to finish, all in all, it's about I'd say two months from when you first meet someone to when they get initiated into the fraternity. And one thing to note about Ohio State specifically is that it's on what's known as a delayed rush. So any freshman that comes to campus, their fall semester won't be allowed to rush because OSU wants to provide them with sort of a welcoming experience where they're not immediately rushing into a fraternal life, which is going to take up a lot of their time. They want them to get accustomed to campus. So you need at least 12 credit hours in order to rush a fraternity and so that usually puts off people until their second semester of freshman year in order to rush. So that that really does allow them to get some establishment on campus, maybe get some friends, kind of get settled in before being thrown into that process. That that's really great. There's there's a lot of schools have that have sort of moved to that, and I, I totally understand why that's why that's the case. It also has the the real advantage of reducing some of the the really terrible things like that, that can happen. That extra semester under your belt really does matter. And I, I think it, it can help guys make the best decisions about the kind of fraternities that they, they want to they be in. When you were looking around at all of the various fraternities there at OSU, there was something that stood out to you about Triangle that made you want to pledge it. What, what was it about Triangle that made you decide, you know, I want to I be with these guys? My rush was a little bit different because it was over Zoom, but I can specifically remember the first moment that I joined the Zoom call and it was just, it was completely different to anything that I had ever seen at any of the other rush events. It was just a group of men just sort of like bantering with each other and having a good time before the event started. Like I said, it reminded me of my friends back home. Everyone was just quipping with each other and having such a good time. And on the outside looking in, it was just sort of an experience where I went, wow, those guys seem like a lot of fun. I've, I've never seen anything like this before and I'd like to be a part of them. And then once sort of the sanctions lifted and I was able to meet a lot of them in person, it was pretty much the same. Any event, social events, philanthropy events, brotherhood events, it was the same. They were finding ways to have a good time and sort of banter with each other in a way that made me want to join the fraternity even more. Was Rush on Zoom this year? No, Rush was actually in person, which was super nice. We were actually able to meet the potential new members in person, both this semester and last semester. Although we did offer some Zoom options for people who weren't comfortable coming in person. This whole Zoom rush 
season. I mean, those the last couple of years has been really, really challenging for lots of fraternities. So to, mm. to, to be on this side of it, for the, all the Greek life is just so, so, so much better than it was in, in the past. Now, we've been using the word triangle, and I'm sure a lot of people are like, what does that mean? <laughs> what is, what's, a, what's a triangle? Uh, what's, what's distinctive about triangle is, and, and even specifically, would you say, at, at OSU, how would, you, how would you explain that to people? Triangle is, is unique in a lot of ways. We're one of the three fraternities that doesn't have any Greek letters. Our name is just Triangle. We get jokes all the time about people saying that, oh, it's just, it's Delta, right? Uh, you're, you're the Delta fraternity, but no, it's, it's Triangle. And it's composed exclusively of engineers, architects, and scientists. So essentially, it's a bunch of STEM majors who are academically and professionally minded. The way I like to advertise it to people, that the joke I use is that it doesn't really feel like a fraternity. It feels like a group of STEM majors stacked in a trench coat pretending to be a fraternity, which is what I love about it. And the guys have figured out a way to have a good time and to banter with each other. It just sounds like, yeah, a brotherhood, right? I mean, guys talk to each other and they relate to each other like brothers do. Um, you pick on each other, you laugh, all that kind of stuff, which is, which is great. The reason that Triangle is so distinctive, at least in my eyes, is that it's unlike any other fraternity or club that you can get on campus. So you'll have professionally and academically minded clubs that you can join but they don't have that social or brotherhood aspect to it. And you can join other fraternities here on campus, but they don't have that professional and academic focus like Triangle does. So I like to say it's the best of both worlds between there. Uh, wherever you lie on that spectrum of wanting to be academically or professionally inclined and wanting to be socially inclined, Triangle offers you an opportunity for that. Yeah, so you're, you're saying that you guys get the, the best of both worlds, both exactly. the social aspect and the professional mm -hmm. aspect as well, combined into one. That's really, really awesome. I noticed on the, the national website, I read the purpose of, of Triangle, and I just want to get some of your thoughts on how you guys put that into practice there at OSU. It, it says that the purpose of Triangle uh, shall be to maintain a fraternity of engineers, architects, and scientists. Uh, it shall carry out its purposes by establishing chapters to develop balanced men who cultivate high moral character, foster lifelong friendships, and live their lives with integrity. What part of that, that mission statement that purpose statement stands out, stands out to you personally and why? I mean, I, I think it's 100% the word that you emphasized the most there, which was the part about balanced men. Triangle tries to focus on four main factors, I'd say, is the, the social aspect of a college experience, the brotherhood aspect of a college experience, and then you have the professional and academic sides as well. Obviously, like I talked about, you have guys who are all over the spectrum on that. You have guys who joined a fraternity because they wanted a social aspect. Uh, you have guys who joined a fraternity and weren't really socially inclined and wanted to have that academic and professional balance. You have guys who are just looking for a group of friends to hang out with on the weekends. So trying to provide events and sort of things to do for all four types of those people is my job as president and what me and my executive board work on for most of the time, which is trying to offer a balance between that. Because like I said, the great part about Triangle is that it offers you the best of both worlds. But at the same time, that means you have to provide events for both those types of people. Right. Which requires, I'm sure, some creativity on, on your part, right? All the time. <laughs> We're always thinking about new ideas and new ways that we can sort of get people involved. Just to sort of unpack some of these principles directly. So one of them says to help develop the highest standards of personal integrity and character. If a, if a pledge were to hear that 
if someone hears that at, at the informational meeting, what should they expect to find in terms of how you guys do that in your, in your culture? What does that look like? Well, I'd say uh, the best example of that is our code of ethics. Triangle has a list of 10 code of ethics, which basically serve as rules to follow as a triangle brother. So it'll encompass everything from maintaining a credible scholastic effort, helping ensure that you create a positive environment in your chapter home, doing your full share of any task, however menial, that's involved in maintaining a chapter home. It's basically our, our rules of being a triangle brother. If we had a sort of if we had a rule set that people had to follow, it would be the code of ethics. Uh, we're all about building better men here at Triangle. That's sort of our unofficial official slogan. And so when you're coming in, you're following those code of conducts and you're basically becoming an outstanding member of society, in my opinion, following those code of ethics. And what sorts of instances do those code of, of ethics find their way into the regular life of, of their brothers? I mean, uh, you have a code of ethics, but when do you actually use them? Like what sorts of opportunities there? I'd say it bleeds into pretty much every one of those four aspects that I talked about previously. In terms of specific examples, the most common one that I can think about is our Extra Life fraternity. Every fall, we have a 24-hour gaming live stream in which we spend time and we put on a live stream on Twitch and we raise money for Nationwide Children's Hospital. And that's sort of just upholding a high moral character, in my opinion, taking time out of your day to, to give back to a cause which is greater than yourself. So we'll have events that go on throughout the live stream. We'll have donation goals that people hit in order to have stuff get done to them in order to sort of spark people donating. It's just a really good time. And I think it's a great example of, of triangle character. Awesome. A second one I, I want to unpack here just for a moment is to, to foster and provide intellectual an, an intellectual mature environment for its members through individual and group effort and through mutual companionship of men with similar professional interests and and goals what does that look like on a on a day-to-day -day basis that you guys are providing and fostering that kind of environment intellectual mature what is that ant companionship what does that what does that mean for you guys I mean, you put 30 STEM majors in a room together, you're, you're obviously going to get a lot of great ideas. And even through just like the osmosis of it all, you're definitely getting a lot of a lot out of that in terms of professional and academic help. So we have older brothers who have taken all of the STEM classes that all the younger guys are. So we often have them help out with tutoring or studying for exams. Um, we set super high standards for academic and professional development. We have a lot of resources available for our students, such as one example I can think of is our resume review chat. So we use Slack, which is a communication software that allows people to sort of chat and make different channels. And one of the channels is resume review. And I can remember a specific instance where I got added to the Slack and immediately joined the resume review channel because I thought this might be interesting later down the road when I'm working on a resume. And the first thing I saw was that two of my pledge brothers, Sammy and Teddy, had already thrown their resumes in there and were getting feedback from the older brothers. And I thought, wow, I am behind the ball on this. So I went home that night and wrote up a resume, threw it in the chat, and sort of tried to compete with them, I guess. Uh, and that's the thing. You're, you're always being pushed by your brothers. The one thing I always tell to potential new members is that in college, you become pretty much exactly like the people you surround yourself with. And I don't think you can find a better group of men on campus to surround yourself with than Triangle Brothers. Everyone here is super academically focused and professionally inclined to where 
if you're not, you're sort of thinking, wow, I, I should really get on top of this. I should, I should get help from some of my brothers in some of my classes. Another example I can think of is that when internship season rolled around, everyone immediately started applying to internships. We have a, a good news section of our chapter where people can share our good news. And every week, week after week, I kept hearing about brothers getting internship opportunities and internship offers. And I thought, wow, that's that's really great for them, but I, I should probably get on top of this too. So I, again, went back and I applied to over 75 internships over the next two weeks so that I could get my spot in the good news talking about how I accepted my internship position. So you guys really do want each other to succeed and you're willing to create space and opportunities to help each other do that. I mean, it's sort of, I guess, one way to think about it is each one for the other in terms of... Yes, I'm in college for my own success, but because I'm in Triangle, I also want my brothers to to succeed and I'm willing to help them out in, in any way I can, especially if I'm if I'm an older brother. That's that's part of the culture. Oh, I would say 100%. There's been so many instances that I can think of where somebody has a question about a class or somebody has a question about, "Hey, I have this interview on Friday. Can anybody help me out with sort of mock interviews or can somebody just please look over my resume?" And brothers are so quick to help each other out because a lot of them have been through the ringer. A lot of them have had high quality internships and have been through the process, have been through the hard classes. And so what you get there is you just get a lot of brothers who are ready, willing, and able to help each other out in order to help everyone succeed at the highest level, which I think is just an amazing aspect of Triangle. Yeah, it's, it's really great, especially at a college that's as large as, exactly. as Ohio State. I mean, how, how many students are there? I want to say it's around 60,000 students. Yeah. So you have you have like tens and tens of thousands of, of undergraduates at the university, hmm. and it's easy to get lost in there, right? And you kind of on your own, but because you're in Triangle, you have all, all of these resources and people and access that allows you to succeed in that massive ocean of people. It just really, really gives you a massive advantage as a student to have a community like Triangle uh, that is committed to your success. I mean, you're not to know that I am not in college alone. And I don't have to worry about trying to succeed alone because when I have a, a group of guys around me to help me succeed, I, I just I just think it's, it's really, really fantastic that you guys do that for each other. Yeah, it's it's all about making a, a big school seem small. So Triangle Fraternity is not one of the bigger fraternities on campus. We have around, I want to say, 28 active members now and a, a pledge class of 15. So it's really a small percentage of the OSU population, but it's the quality of those men, I think, that sets Triangle aside and sets Greek life aside in part. Uh, I think there's a statistic where the average GPA of somebody in a fraternity is higher than that of someone who's not in a fraternity, which I think just goes to show the connections and the brotherhood sort of help you succeed as opposed to bringing you down. Yeah, that's basically true on almost every campus. That Greek life, academically, it typically outperforms men and women who are not in, in Greek life. That's that's pretty that's pretty standard. And I, I think I think you're exactly right. I mean, when you're having people invest in you, you're going to succeed. And having people that invest in you that you have fun with also allows you to to succeed. The third value here that I wanted to unpack is it says to, to foster and provide the broadened experience of fraternity living with its social and moral challenges and responsibilities for the individual and the and the chapter. The social and moral challenges, this broadening experience. What does that what does that look like for for you guys? 
I'd say in terms of triangle, it's, or in terms of Greek life in general, it's learning how to lead and execute events. Uh, I think for a lot of people, this is their first experience, especially on an executive board, learning how to plan and carry out events, learning how to deal with the fact that things aren't always going to go as you plan them to. Things, people aren't always going to like the events that you put on. And it becomes even more challenging when these people are your good friends, trying to have hard conversations with people about responsibilities and getting things done. The one thing I've learned as president for at least my first two-month term is that if you're not organized, you're going to get caught up immediately. My Google Calendar looks like a mosaic. It's insane. And I'm always checking emails and making sure that I'm staying on top of things. And my executive board is doing the exact same thing. A specific example of this I can think of is is Block. In the fall, we do a, an event, and a lot of fraternities do an event called Block, which is sort of a pregame to the football games. So you'll section off part of your backyard, and you'll just hang out with a bunch of people before the game and pregame. And it was the first time that Triangle had done it in a few years this past fall. And the lessons that we learned in terms of responsibility and accountability were insane. Uh, we had a bunch of problems, including... Uh, managing guest lists and getting people to show up for the cleanups that they signed up for. And that was a super hard conversation to have because they're your friends. But if people aren't pulling their weight, not having accountability for the actions that they signed up for, then you sort of have to sit them down and talk about those moral responsibilities and talk about those social challenges and responsibilities, not even for the individual, but also for the chapter as well. Yeah. So by doing those the guys in the fraternity are, are learning all of these fantastic professional skills that they're going to need to use later on in life. And to be able to practice those and to get feedback and to, and to succeed and fail. I mean, this is a great opportunity to mess up. The consequences of messing up now aren't nearly as great as the consequences of messing up when you're 40. Being in, involved in those sorts of things as you guys are, are, are planning them really does add to a guy's tool set, his skill set, and can really serve him exceptionally well in the years to come. This is just really, really fantastic. The fourth thing I wanted to, to highlight, it says to, to bridge the gap between undergraduate study and the vocation of the individual in industry, the academic world, or in government. Is that the, the sort of professional development with, with alumni? What, what, is that, what does that mean for you guys? Yeah, so that's sort of, like you said, the professional development side of things, learning how how in college I can better prepare myself for the computer science industry or the mechanical engineering industry. So a lot of that goes in hand in hand with the resume review and interview prep stuff that we do, but it also has to do with other things that we put on. One of our older members, Joey Hughes, who's a computer science major, he's one of the smartest guys I know. And this past semester, he set up something called Code School, which is where all the computer science majors will come to the house on Wednesday and do something programming related. Uh, and it's open to everyone. We've had a few ECE majors show up. And the events range from doing interview prep we did one night or working on practice coding interview questions. We had one of the alumni come in and talk about what he does in terms of his job as a software engineer. So really just preparing people for that real world experience that you might not get in a class where everything is project based and you're worried about grades and stuff like that. So yeah, it's a really good way to get people ready for the real world, I'd say. Again, it's so important at a school that's as large as, as Ohio State to have those opportunities because, I mean, for most students, they're just kind of on their own. 
is kind of sink right. or swim. And for you guys to, to be providing an on-ramp and a pipeline for people to have those opportunities is just really, really fantastic. It's just so cool to have that as an option. Not that everybody wants it or needs it, but it's mm-hmm. there if, if guys want to take advantage of it. And you guys providing that is, is really, really helpful for them. Yeah. One thing I've noticed is that if you wanted to go that route of getting a lot of professional development help, a lot of the, I guess, strain would be on you to go out and look for opportunities and look for things that you could do in order to help improve your professional development skills. But Triangle is is there to provide those opportunities for you. It's just, again, so important. And I think makes a case for why someone would want to even be in Triangle in the first place, mm-hmm. if, if that's something that they that they want. It just sounds like I'm hearing, this is really, really cool, that, that you guys are really interested in, in building each other up. Uh, you want each other to, to succeed. But that's not what people think about, as we noted earlier, when they hear the word of fraternity. And I'm, I'm wondering, how would you say that you guys are working against some of those stereotypes? You're on purpose trying to be something different and better that, that builds men. What does that look like for you guys to say, you know what? No, we're not a bunch of sort of drunken, rambunctious uh, mm-hmm. men who do nothing but take advantage of girls and things like that. We want to be better men. Mm-hmm. We are better men. And, and we have created a culture in our fraternity that puts that on display. What, is that, what does that look like for you guys? Yeah, I, I think you're totally right in that sense where, like I mentioned before, a lot of the stuff that gets mentioned around fraternities is negative because that's sort of the the big stories. Like no one wants to hear about how Triangle's holding like a mental health seminar. It's just not as interesting as, as the big stories. But one thing that we try to push is that our actions speak louder than words. So the more involved we get in the community, uh, volunteering for places like Star House, which is a homeless shelter here in Columbus that helps at-risk youth sorting through donations and sort of helping them out. We try to push as much of that on our social media as we can. We try to do brother shout outs for brothers who are exceeding academically or professionally. Anything we can to get the word out that Triangle is sort of not like those other fraternities that are sort of ruining the reputation of Greek life around the country. Like you said, Triangle works to build people up instead of put them down. Every week, like I talked about, we have our good news section of of chapter where people can share good news. We also have a section called Brother Shoutouts, which is where you can shout out brothers for doing something for you that they didn't have to do. And that's always my favorite part of chapter, I'm going to be honest, because after everybody says anything, it could be something as small as, yesterday I learned how to like cook a burger or something like that. Or yesterday I made like a really good burger and everyone just gets buck wild and claps and cheers and it's it's really amazing to see it's really awesome that you guys have a community where you're celebrating each other mm-hmm. there are so many guys out there that don't have that and to have people cheer you on and, and encourage you to be better makes you want to be better and and, exactly. and you actually end up being better because of that but you guys also like to hang out with each other i mean you guys just like to chill can you just give me some examples of things that you guys do just to spend time together Yeah, of course. So um, one thing I'm sure you've noticed is the big little system, which is where every member will get their their big brother. So we pushed that a lot. Just recently, this past Wednesday, we had a big little game night where we sort of came to the house and played some board games. uh, And that was a really good time. Last night, even we had a a small get together where somebody put it on the chat that they were going to be coming by the house and watching a movie and ordering some pizza. So we went and did that. Uh, We'll hold brotherhood events like we're trying to get up a paintballing session we plan trips for spring break and fall break. There's so many events that are like that. One thing 
that we've recently started up again is Taste of Columbus, where one of the older members will pick a restaurant that's in downtown Columbus and we'll all drive down there on Sunday afternoon and sort of check out a new place in Columbus that none of us have ever been to and try some weird or fun restaurant that we've never been there before. Uh, and that's always a great time. When people hear the word triangle at Ohio State, as president, what do you want them to immediately associate with that, that word when they hear, when they hear, oh, there's a triangle brother right there. What picture do you want to emerge in their mind? Yeah, so currently, uh, I think it's funny when I ask people if they've ever heard about Triangle because immediately their gut reaction is to sort of stereotype us as like the nerd frat, which I don't think is a bad thing, but sort of pushing sort of the more what I've been talking to you about today, which is that Triangle is a rare opportunity on campus where you can have that mix of academic and professional development that a club or extracurricular involvement would give you, as well as the social aspect of it too. A lot of people think that like, because we are a STEM major fraternity only, uh, we don't have social events, but that couldn't be farther from the truth. I think a lot of people have come up to me after themed gatherings or events and said, wow, I, I really did not expect the, the STEM majors to have this much fun. But in terms of what I would like people to think about when they think about Triangle, I th I'd say it's everything I've been talking to you about today. It's a place on campus that provides opportunities for any type of student, any type of architecture, engineering, or STEM major. I'd like to be known as the frat that gets everyone good job offers when they graduate and also has a good time here at college. That's fantastic. If you were to give like the, the one sentence or two sentence pitch for someone at, at an informational meeting in terms of like why you should join Triangle, what's that, what's that short pitch that you would offer? And then, and then secondly, what kind of guys are you looking for to sort of be in your fraternity? Yeah. So in terms of a pitch for Triangle, uh, whenever I do give my pitch, my little one sentence pitch, it's that Triangle is a social STEM fraternity here on campus, which focuses on social, academic, and professional help. It's going to provide you social opportunities that you're not going to get anywhere on campus, and it's going to provide you professional and academic opportunities that you're not going to get at any other fraternity. And that usually sort of sparks some more questions, sort of like, oh, you guys are a STEM frat, but you have social gatherings. What's that like? Or, oh, so you guys are a fraternity. I'm a little bit hesitant about Greek life. Can you tell me more about those professional or academic uh, opportunities? And in terms of what kind of men Triangle is looking for, in the past, it's really just been well-rounded individuals. So people who are able to have that balance of a social life as well as focusing heavily on their academics, because it's it's really not an easy thing to do. Uh, I think a lot of people get caught up, especially in their first semester, which is why I think OSU has delayed rush in coming to college and having all that freedom and not knowing what to do with it. And that's where sort of, I think some people can get down uh, the wrong road. So in terms of Brothers the Triangle is looking for, like I said, well-rounded individuals who are able to make that balance and able to sort of have both aspects of their life turned up to the max. When you graduate from Ohio State in, in a few years and you're working somewhere, you're telling the story, what your college experience was like, and you're going to tell the story of your years in Triangle. What do you think you're going to be talking about? What kinds of things will you be telling your your new coworkers about what you experienced in, in college with Triangle? I think the biggest thing that I am going to take away is sort of uh, the memories that I've made and sort of the friends that I made them with. Like I said, I haven't been in Triangle that long. I've only been in the fraternity for over a year, but I can already name 
countless memories that I've made and people who as sort of crazy as it sounds, the people that I would consider to be brothers at this point, the people that I pledge with Sammy, Teddy, my friends, Talmo, Aiden, I've made so many countless memories with them, like the Outer Banks summer trip that I can sort of just talk about for hours on end because so many crazy and fun things happened or all the TGs and events that we've had so far. And even the little things, uh, I think a lot of what I'll remember about Triangle is just not really knowing what to do because I'm a little bored on a Sunday afternoon. So I'll say, I'll text my friends and I'll say, do you guys want to go down to the Triangle house? And we'll always find something to do there because there's always people in and around the house. Conversations with people about how to help me with coding interviews. Any of the late night conversations that I've had with sort of my pledge class, because those are always great. And even just shooting the shit with my CS buddies, um, the people in the fraternity that are in CS, will always talk about how crazy the field has become and sort of our plans for the future. Because, I mean, Triangle is very CS focused. The, uh, the CSE majors definitely dominate the population here, which we like to have sort of a superiority complex about. So we'll always talk about what internships we have lined up and what we're, we're planning for the future. And I, I can't wait to see where those guys go because it's going to be really high places. You know, you all are, are basically demonstrating exactly why fraternities are amazing things. I mean, they, they provide, as, as you have talked about today, they provide a place for a guy to have friends. A guy is able to get a tribe, so he's a part of a group. He's also able to become a part of a community that cares about him, that's going to invest in him, that wants to promote him. He's also going to have a lot of fun, which is, <clears throat> which is a necessary part of that package. I think it's insane that people think guys want to go to college and not have any fun, which I think is so stupid. <clears throat> but you guys have a good time. And you're supposed to have a good time. I mean, that's what, in, in one aspect of the college experience, it's supposed to be like that. And to, and to sort of icing on the cake, right? To sort of put a cherry on top of this dessert, you guys have all of these opportunities for professional development. And that, to me, is just such a complete package of why fraternities are such amazing places. And I think you guys are doing a great job of being the best of, of what Greek life can be. And you as president this year, with these sorts of commitments, are, are really destined to make this one of the best fraternities on the campus. And I'm, I'm just really proud of you. And I'm excited for Triangle because if, if this is the culture that you guys are, are developing, I don't know why a guy who's a STEM major would not want to be a part of this. I mean, to me, it would just make sense that this would be kind of a natural place to be. So kudos to you. Kudos to Triangle. Uh, Steve Agnostic, you are one of the prime examples of the best of Greek life fraternity presidents in, in America. I would put you on the honors list of, of, of fraternity presidents. Keep it up. Well done. Thank you so much for joining me today, joining us today on the Anthony Bradley Show. And I, I really, really hope that you're able to have an, an incredibly successful year and that the culture that you're creating, all the things that you talked about today, will be the legacy and the reputation of, of your fraternity in that chapter in many, 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 many years to come. And I hope that your parents... I say this to almost all the guys, but I hope your parents are just really proud of you because, you know, for you to be your age and to step into leadership, 
and to be the kind of guy he's who's creating the context for other men to succeed. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. I mean, America needs more more men like that. And and the fact that you're already doing that right now in college is is just so extraordinary. So I, I hope your parents are able to listen to this and and <laughs> and, and, and clap and celebrate uh, you because you're just really an extraordinary person. So thank you so much for joining me today on the show. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me and letting me talk about Triangle. It's one of my favorite things is, is bragging about the men that I get to surround myself with. And thanks again for joining us and for all of my Patreon supporters. I want to thank you for supporting the channel. Uh, you are the most important part of this experience. If it were not for your generosity and faithfulness, we couldn't do things like this. I want to thank you for your support. Feel free to like and share, subscribe to the podcast, and leave a comment wherever the podcast is being hosted. And I look forward to engaging with you again on the next episode of The Anthony Bradley Show. Mm-hmm.